Welcome to Trader Triggers, presented to you by Rob MV3 Trader. This is a segment of Futures Trade Radio that is brought to you by The Ultimate Trader's Guide, your one-stop shop for the most valuable income-producing information on the internet. Go to ultimatetradersguide.net to learn more. Link in the show notes. Now enjoy the show. Really interesting start to the, to the today's session. Yesterday was really interesting. Today I'm doing things a little bit different. It's going to be more so like a trade alone type of situation. I'm doing a typical trade of triggers. It's going to be like more so like what I was doing in December for the trade months. But throughout the session, in place of trader triggers, what I'll do is give some strategy development tips. I spent a lot of time last year actually developing the, the strategies to where it is today. And so I'm at a point to where the development stage is done and I'm just... I got to execute on it now. I got to get my data. I got to make sure that the strategy is, you know, I got to actually go through the strategy and make sure that it's good for me and that to see the results of all the work that I put in. So I can't make any more updates. I can't make any more changes. If I see something different, nope, I got to stick with what I've developed the strategy to be at this point. And I do that until I feel like I've gotten enough data where I've been consistent enough with the strategy and my data points are reliable. So on that note, it's important to make sure that, especially when you're working on a new strategy, you wanna make sure that you go back and review your trading session every single day, but it's key to do it. Give, give some space between your session and when you actually do a review. So, so like yesterday, right after my trading session, I looked at a couple of my trades and of course, I had some hindsight capital to where I saw I missed a couple or I could have th- did things differently. But I didn't really see what I saw when I went back later on that night. And then I saw like I made some more mistakes and I should have had a much different outcome. So it's with these, when you're trading a new strategy or when you've made an update to your strategy and you're in the data collection phase. And just as a general thing anyway, like not even just about trading a new strategy or anything like that. Just in general, it's good to always review your sessions, see what you, you know, what kind of mistakes you had, if it went the way that you really thought that it went. But when you review your, your sessions is it helps a lot to give some space between your session and your review. So that way the energy of that you was carrying while you were trading doesn't affect you. Like you can, you let that go. And that doesn't affect your review so that you can pretty much review your session with fresh eyes. And what I will say about yesterday is those swings, like it just continued those wild swings all session, which was typically, you know, well, that's a, typically that is a, those kind of days are rare. Like you may have a period of the regular trading hours to where you have some wild non-directional volatility. But at some point, it, uh, things will calm down and and the pattern the patterns will become a little bit more consistent. So here's another strategy tip. Uh, all strategies work. I saw something yesterday. I don't remember what I was watching or reading or something. Where there was a, yeah, it had to be something I was watching on YouTube. Where the influencer, I just keep it very vague, extremely non-specific because it doesn't matter who it was. But they were talking about uh using chat gpt to create this this the best strategy ever and whatever right and what he one thing that he said 
was that all strategies do not work. However, it's not, you know, I see it a different way. Let me put it that way. I see it a different way to where all strategies work, but it's not about the strategy. So he came to this conclusion from backtesting. And so the way that I see backtesting, a lot of times it depends on how you backtest. And most backtests carry a strong flaw to where it, they do not account for the random events or the the times where something outside of the ordinary happens. So to include like economic events, right? So it doesn't account for the kind of volatility responses that we see when we have news events like CPI or, you know, something with the Fed or something else random that happens. It doesn't really account for that, but those things matter, right? And it would be wise to adjust how you execute your strategy during those moments, during those moments that are the, so to speak, the anomaly. And another thing about this is that it's not about the strategy, it's about the trader. Because even if you're trying to put these strategies and use these strategies in with, you know, just completely automated as an algorithm, you still have to, like, I've never heard anybody that trades that uses that completely automates their system and never have to test their, their strategy ever again. So there's still work that you have to do, even if you're automating your strategy. Now, at the same time, if you're not automating your strategy and you're doing it manually, you're executing manually, it goes into, well, how consistent were you with the strategy, which is one of the things that, you know, I definitely see in my own personal trading is being consistent to my strategy. Like every time I get a setup, to take it, a lot of time I, I'm too discretionary, right? I'm too selective with what I'm saying. And then sometimes, so when I'm saying all this is it kind of brings another tip with uh, trading and strategies is the consistency is important because it, if you miss the days where your strategy works the best or the trades that your strategy works the best, those are going to be the times that's going to pay for when your strategy doesn't work. So it's kind of like two frame of thoughts that you want to build. If you're building a strategy or if you're looking for another strategy, two frame of thoughts that you can take into that is you either want to have a strategy where you win more than you lose, or you want to have a strategy to where your risk is much less than your potential reward, right? So let's say if you, you come up with a strategy that has like a four to one or something like that. Now, even where... If you get a strategy to where, let's say you have a, a 90% win rate, your risk is also important in this as well. Now I've had a strategy to where I had a 90 plus percent uh, win percentage, right? However, in that, that kind of strategy, the risk was challenging to come up with because one just predatorial losing day for me could wipe out all of my gains, right? So with and no matter how, no matter what your approach is to trading, you want to make sure that you maintain awareness and you're developing the appropriate risk management plan for that strategy, whether you're trying to have a higher win percentage, you know, a win rate, or you're trying to make more money versus what you stand to lose per trade. So that was kind of like three little strategy development tips into one. And also when you're coming up with these strategies and you're executing on your strategy, it kind of helps to not overthink it. You get what you look for. So 
if you're looking for your strategy to fail, nine times out of 10, your strategy is going to fail for you. You'll find whatever it is that you're looking for. So if you want to, if you're coming up with your strategy and you see, like you start to see that, okay, I can see how this works. I can see the pattern because what we're doing with these strategies is, especially with technical analysis, even with fundamental analysis, you're looking for pattern recognition. It's about pattern recognition and you're looking for the patterns that you can use to your advantage to make some money in this environment. So you don't want to overthink it. You, you see the opportunity, then lean into the opportunity and take that as far as you can take it. Don't try to make your strategy fail unless that's what you want. You know, I'm not a kind of the time, you know, the kind of advice I give is not do this, don't do that. It's, I'm just giving some, my perspective. And if, it, if you find value in it, cool. If you don't agree with it, cool. It's up to you what you do with it once I, once I project. But what I'm projecting right now to stay on the point is you can actually ruin a good strategy by overthinking it. So if you see the opportunities, just lean into the opportunities and take that as far as you can take it, right? Another thing that just popped into mind, and I, if I can maintain the frequency, I explain where this came from after I make this point, that it can help to kind of test your psychology while you're executing, especially when you're working on a new strategy or you're developing your strategy. So when you're reviewing your, your sessions, and let's say you do a practice session, right? And you're practicing your trades, you're using replay mode. So of course in replay mode, it's gonna be simulated, right? Because you're going to a historical date and you're trading it in simulation like it's, it's a, you're doing it in real time. You wanna pay close attention to how you feel and what you think when you're trading live versus when you're trading in a simulated environment. And by live, I mean with, when you're trading with the chance to lose real money, right? So that that's whether, so whether that's you're trading in, in your own personal cash account or you're trading in one of these funded programs, cause you can lose real money. You can lose the cost of being able to trade in an evaluation account. Or once you make it to the funded stage, there's also a cost associated with that. So you can still lose real money, even though you're trading with other people's money. You want to see the difference between when you're trading with real money and when you're trading, take, you know, you, really, you want to place close, pay close attention to any, any small differences between trading with real money versus trading in a simulated environment. Then you want to take that deeper and see psychologically, how do you handle trading when you're back testing or when you're trading in, you know, you're doing a replay mode trade, right? You're, you're going back and you're simulating and his, a historical day versus if you're trading in a simulated environment, let's say you turn on sim, uh, the sim mode for a Sierra chart, but you're doing it in a live market and you know, in a real time market, see if you have a psychological difference there as well, because that's going to affect how effective you're going to be with that strategy. So where this came from is this morning, right? As I'm trading right now, as you can see that I am trading in a sim from what the, the, the account that you can see, right? The charts that you can see is in a simulated, I'm using a sim mode to trade this. However, I kept one window, um, in my regular account, but I didn't pay any attention to it. Everything else I see is simulated doing this experiment here. I didn't notice a psychological difference between the two. 
and now the point returns that I was supposed to make supposed to be making earlier to where taking notice of this, what it could tell you is if the strategy that you're trying to use works or not. So for instance, if you're trying to use a strategy that has you in the trade for hours, but psychologically you don't have the attention span to be in a trade for hours and just sit there in a trade for hours, whether you're watching it or you, you have it in the background, right? If you psychologically can't maintain a trade for hours with the appropriate discipline, then that strategy is probably not a good fit for you. And you should find a strategy that's more fit for your attention span. Now, something like attention span, you can't actually work on that once you that's some deep level self work that you got to do. But the good thing about these markets is you don't necessarily have to have, you know, you don't have to change yourself. You just bring yourself into these markets. Now, a lot of times you'll, if you really do the work when you're trading, you'll end up seeing some things that you want to change and you'll change those things based off of your trading alone, right? Some personal things about yourself will be uncovered and you will see those things. And then from when those things about yourself are shown to you based off of your trading, then you have the choice if you want to make a change there or do you want to lean into that and use that to your advantage, whether that's a weakness or that's a strength, you can use your weaknesses to your advantage. So like using your weaknesses to your advantage would be, well, if I'm not good at holding a position for hours, maybe I shouldn't be, I call it intraday swing trading. So maybe I shouldn't be intraday swing trading to I'm holding a position for hours. And maybe I should look at a, maybe I should look more for a scalping strategy, or maybe I should develop a strategy to where I find more scalps and I'm in and out of trades a little bit quicker and vice versa. There's some people that they're just not good at being in and out of trades. So they're better off at maybe swing trading or intraday swing trading. So like these are some things that will be revealed to you by taking note of your psychology while you're trading, of your the psychological effects of you trading whatever strategy that you're trading. Doing that intentionally to see whatever it tells you. And then you can take that information. It's that's going to be more so intangible. It's something that you're not going to necessarily going to be able to produce numbers from it or anything like that. It's just something that you've got to be aware of. I mean, you'll see the results and the numbers that you produce, but the only way that you know that if, if it's a psychological thing or maybe it's the market or something else is if you're actually paying attention to it and you're giving awareness to it. Now, there's another strategy tip. It can be really a beneficial for you to understand your strategy in both directions. So what I notice a lot is, it's just interesting to me how a lot of traders can have a permeable perspective to where they're typically trying to buy, buy low and sell high, right? But they're trying to go long on, on most of their trades, which in this day and age with all this information about trading and how many people are putting out information about trading long or trading and trading short. It's interesting to me how people are still like when I started trading versus now, I still don't see that much of a difference between the bias to trade long. And that's, you know, that's something that's just interesting to me. But even if you're, if you hold a permeable perspective and you're always trying to go long, even when the market starts to sell off, you're still trying to find the opportunities to go long. There's nothing wrong with that. That's your strategy. That's your technique. If that's your trading style, then that's your trading style. 
but it also helps to understand the inverse of your strategy. The probabilities when strategies goes against you. So what this will do is it'll help you really define your risk management. It'll help you really define your risk. And it's also interesting that I don't really, I don't think I hear people addressing this from this, this perspective that often. What they kind of do from the guise of some people will say to when you if you're like taking losses to kind of maybe look at getting in to where you where you're usually looking to uh stop out something like that something to that effect right i don't hold on to, to other people's thing that often but something to that effect right but it helps to understand okay what's the opposite of the strategy right and to kind of understand what's the likelihood of from a competition perspective of somebody trading against you, right? Trading against your strategy or trading against your style. So to see the opportunity, so to speak, in both directions, even though your opportunity is going to be, you're looking at an opportunity to make money, right? The opportunity is making money. But when I'm talking about opportunities on the other side of what, what you're looking to gain profit from, What's the opportunity on the other side? So if you was to take that in the other direction, changing nothing else, but taking it in the, in the other direction, where's the opportunities there? Let's see if I can give an example. Let's just say you're trading a complete support resistance strategy to where once you realize or once you recognize support or resistance, let's, okay, let's go with the permable perspective. Let's make it specific. And you're just looking to take longs and you're buying at support and you're selling at resistance. Okay, real simple. You wanna, of course, you wanna know what the, where is the opportunities from when you get the response that you want at support. So when you buy at support, maybe it, you know, it's not gonna always be at the same price. You're not, you know, you, you gotta have a little range there for your risk, right? You gotta let it go against you a little bit at least, even if you're trying to take quick stops. But once you buy there, you wanna see the opportunities as it, as it goes into you, your favor as it goes back into resistance. And you also want to see the opportunity. How can someone benefit as it breaks down that support and it drops the support, right? And it goes to lower support. Now I just use those terms because those are the typical terms that people would use. So using wholesale terms, if you're using, if you're trading with a permable inventory supply, strategy to where you're buying at inventory and looking to sell at supply. You want to see the opportunities, of course, of being able to buy and then price going towards supply and then you, you sell for a profit. You also want to see the opportunities as you buy at wherever the inventory is right now. And as it starts to drop inventory and you went, there's patterns in all of that typical ways that the price moves when it goes in your favor and when it goes against or when it starts to drop the inventory. So one thing when you're doing this is the, the, it helps to look at it from different perspectives. So you can look at it from a minute perspective. You can look at it from a tick perspective. You can look at it from a volume perspective, right? And it's just finding what makes most, the most sense to you. The cleaner it looks to you on the chart, that's what makes most sense to you. So that's going to be completely based off of what you look at. Like I can look at a tick chart that's relative to like a minute, a one minute chart, and it looks clean to me. 
where some people, they look at the same chart and it's too much noise for them and they got to take it to like a 15 minute or 30 minute. So it's going to be, it's not that me using my ticks of 1024 on NC chart. That's not, you know, the absolute way to see all the setups. Maybe that, is, maybe that does not work for you. Maybe you need to move to a 15 minute or maybe you need to, you know, use a higher range ticks, you know, in your settings for your tick chart. Because at the end of the day, no matter what your strategy is, this business is about you. It's not about what anyone else sees. It's about you and what you see and the opportunities that you see. And then how you go about executing on whatever opportunities that you see. Now, with that being about you, if it helps you to think of this as a competition against another trader, then use that. Me personally, I don't, if that's not my thing, I don't really talk about the other side of the trade because it's never my struggles have never been the other side of the trade it's always been me the other side of the trade didn't make me take a trade that was outside of my strategy the other side of the the trade didn't make me hold on to my risk longer than i should have been the other side of the trade didn't make me or it didn't encourage me to be trigger shy and not take the trade where I missed the opportunities that I was supposed to be taking advantage of. So for me personally, it's, it's never been the other side of the trade. It's always been me. So I don't even waste time or waste energy looking at this as a competition between other traders or retailers or market makers or whatever. That's a complete waste of time for me because I know it's all my struggles have been just me. But like I said, if it helps you to see it that way, if you're more, if whatever, if that just does something to you to where you're, you're going to be more consistent and you're going to take it more serious, then that's what works for you. So do that. It's the beautiful thing about this environment that there's no one way to do this. The way to do it is your way to do it. Whatever way makes the most sense to you. And one final tip as I bring today's trade alone session to a close. I think it's obvious at this point that I'm not taking any more trades. All right. And there's not a whole lot going on. We have, we're still maintaining that supply off the PR low. Pretty much the same inventory zone. Inventory was last taken to a week. Previously lifted inventory to PR minus two, which is 489 and a quarter. So it's not a whole lot to talk about there. And in the middle of all that is automation. And we're just kind of straddling automation at this point. And I think that's really significant to point out from my perspective. So on that level, now as I say that, we lift the supply one more time, taking us deeper into the power range, into the neutral zone. But this last little tip here is to not be, I kind of mentioned this in a trader triggers before, but to not be afraid to test different strategies and test different things out that will give you more tools and more things for you to develop your own strategy off of. But once you find a thing that you, that, that, that really resonates with you then you need to cut off trying different things out and you need to stick to that strategy until you get your data points until you've done the psychological work until you're consistent with that strategy and you're you've mitigated your mistakes as much as you possibly can and then in that mitigation of mistakes carry that on out for i don't like to give specific time frames or anything like that but let's just say for the sake of sake of argument once you've mitigated all your mistakes and you've done the psychological work and all of that stuff, 
and you're you become good with your strategy whatever strategy that you're trying to fully test out and to make sure that it's going to be the one that you want to stick with you want to do it consistently let's just say do it at least for 30 days i would say really you want to do it between you know through different market cycles so you want to do it you want to see how it works when you have a extreme volatility you want to see i wouldn't you know execute it during these times but you also want to see how it works just from viewing it during you know the, these different economic events at different times of the day right i would say even look at it at different times of the day even if you're not interested in trading at that time of the day just go back in your back test and see like okay if i had traded my strategy at this time what would it have done because that's going to teach you a lot about your strategy and then you know trading it executing it through different market cycles is going to teach you a lot about your strategy you know when it works where it works but most importantly why it works and then you know how it works and then you'll start to then the more that you understand about this you know kind of a, a in addition to that to stay a student of this environment of this business and be open to learning more things you don't have to use everything that you learn but still be open to learn more things so that you can start to understand more so how this environment works and then once you understand more about how this environment works what creates these you know the the numbers that we see on the charts and all of that stuff right the more that you understand about that it'll kind of start telling you why your strategy works now unless you like just you're at the cme and they've given you the secret book about you know exactly how this market functions you're not going to know 100 percent of how this market works in the most detailed way possible but there are gems that are left there's a footprint that's left where you can see why certain things do what they do and then there's certain concepts like the wholesale concept i have my concept and then there's a there's other people like jj who have a we're kind of saying the same thing but we say it in a different way and then there's other people that may talk about wholesale they're far and few apart but that's just you know it's me and then there's another one i can't think of anymore just off the top of my head but understanding these different kind of concepts helps you understand exactly how this market works and why price does what it does when it does to a certain extent of course right so you get there by trying out different strategies and that's why that's a tip you, by trying out different things now if you haven't found your strategy and not to do another trader triggers that are already done but if you haven't found your strategy and you're trying to try out different things then there's going to be some delayed gratification you know in trying out different strategies but you can go look at that episode if you want more details about that so anyway with all that being said i hope one of these tips that i gave was was helpful to somebody and feel free to share this to other people you can catch these live on youtube at mv3 trader during the futures to trade radio live stream plus more videos on day trading futures. Also, make sure you head on over to ultimatetradersguide.net for more valuable income producing information. All links and resources mentioned are in the show notes. Thanks for listening and until next time, trade it easy.